This is Radio Maria and you're listening in to Mornings with Radio Maria and today I have got with us a special guest from Unbound Prayer Ministry. Ho, ho, ho. Unbound Prayer Ministry. Who are they? Well, they're a deliverance prayer ministry based in Lincoln in the UK and they use five keys of Neil Lozano's Unbound Prayer Model. What does this mean? Well, listeners, I don't have the answers, but I do have Sue Walsh, who does. Hello. Welcome to the program, Sue. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, Sue, I have heard your name bounced around time and time again, especially at the New Dawn Conference. And that has linked us together. And I'm excited to share with our listeners who might be in the Lincoln area or might be further abroad or even around the country, around the world, to learn more about Unbound Ministries. So what is this? What, what, well, let's maybe let's start with who is Neil Lozano and what is his prayer model? Okay, so Neil Lozano is a faithful Catholic uh, American man who has been in deliverance and healing ministry now for over 40 years. And what he found was that he found deliverance ministry really quite unpleasant. And over the years, um, he, he found that it didn't necessarily have to be this noisy, confrontational, aggressive, unpleasant ministry, and that it could be something else. And he discovered that by combining um, a model, uh, five keys, he calls them, into a deliverance prayer model, you can actually avoid all of the the show, as he likes to call it. You don't have to have the enemy's show. And so he found that if you uh, prayed through these five keys, which uh, are, um, the first key is repentance and declarations of faith. The second key is forgiveness of yourself and of course um, of other people. And the third key is renouncing, renouncing your lies, um, the lies you've believed and your, your enemies that you have perhaps become friends with and it's become part of how you respond to things and then fourthly the fourth key is once you've done this you're then um, in a really good place to take authority over your enemies over the deceptions and lies that you've you've believed and to tell them to go in Jesus name and then finally the fifth key um, is all about receiving God's blessing in a new way um, and we, we, we pray what we call the Father's blessing um, over people we're praying with. Or if I'm praying with myself, I will just pray, pray where the, what the field the Father is speaking over me. And it's just an invocation, really, to the Holy Spirit to come, because we all know that the Holy Spirit is, is that breath of love between the Father and the Son. And when you know your identity, when you know who you are through your baptism, you can receive the Holy Spirit through the breath of love from the Father speaking to you as son or daughter, because you are co-heir with Christ through your baptism. Alleluia, alleluia. So Neil has gotten this great book, uh, Unbound, and the prayer model is one that I have seen and been able to experience uh, through the New Dawn conference. And then I think many listeners, perhaps you've got this prayer model in your healing ministries, in your parishes or in different communities you're with. Now, Unbound is uh, a, 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 a it uses that prayer model, but how is it 
in in is it just a book is it people what is what is unbound okay so uh, perhaps maybe ought to go back to the the beginnings it, it is as i said um it's an american prayer model uh, developed by um neil Lozano, who's a faithful catholic and it's very widespread in america very very well known it's used in many of the seminaries over there it's uh, widely accepted by bishops over in the states and in fact the united states catholic conference of bishops have endorsed neil and his model uh, some of the um orders like the franciscan friars of the renewal use it as part of their their training um, for for novices when they come into the order um, so it is a widely accepted uh, model but it's very little known over here and of course we all know that when you mention the d word deliverance um, it sends people into a bit of a skit or it can do because it's just not fully understood and what I really love about this model is that it really is focused on the person and loving the person and bringing the person into relationship with Jesus, teaching them um, the good news of the, the gospel. And I, I think that is one of the most beautiful things. Really, the enemy is very much a side issue. We don't focus on him at all. And we experience very, very few manifest manifestations when we're praying with people. Uh, so that, that's part of what I love about it. But um, in 2017, I read the book for the first time. I was already a little involved in uh, healing and deliverance ministry. Um, but having read the book, I then started emailing um, Heart of the Father Ministries in America. That, that's the Lozano's um, website, uh, which is the home of Unbound, heartofthefather.com. And uh, I had in my heart that I wanted to bring unbound into the UK Catholic world. Um, so I asked um, Matt whether he would be interested in doing a conference, uh, a Freedom in Christ conference, which is basically the teaching, Freedom in Christ materials cover the teaching of the book. And uh, I just thought it'd be wonderful if we could have a conference over here. And Matt put me in touch with Alice Hall from the Scion community, who I know many people will know. And together, um, Alice Hall and I, arranged to have Matt Lozano uh, and Therese Griffin come over in 2019 to run two conferences, one in Sheffield, one in Brentwood, and also to have an event for priests, a day event at Oscott, um, which many a priests and um, uh, seminarians attended with wonderful one, excuse me, a wonderful day. And so that's really what got us going in the UK. We're sort of very fledgling. Um, we then immediately after the conferences uh, went into, which were in November 2019, went into lockdown. So that then just become, it became a nightmare. And I can just remember praying, Lord, what, the, what on earth are you doing? You know, we're just getting this going. This is your ministry. And we had lockdown. But great Graces also came with the lockdown because we went online and we found that praying with people on Zoom was equally amazing as praying with people uh, person to person. And we did a lot of the teaching um, online. So we kept, we trained 230 people for the conferences um, in 2019. And so we had a lot of work still to do with those those people, which we carried on into the lockdown. I hope that sort of. <laughs> I oh could my go goodness! On no, no, I'm so excited. I'm so because that is the the reading from this uh, from today's uh, scripture is about. There is a season, there is a time, and we don't know about God's time. And I, I, and many of our listeners have found that the lockdown was 
may have become a time for us to to gather, to gather online or in a different place so that we can be ready for when lockdown ends and we whoosh out. So so what has happened since we've been opening back up, Sue? Has, uh, you've got online, you've got you've further trained the people from the conferences. What's happened since then? Well, since then, slowly we're we're getting together with the teams that we trained. Um, the the we we're experiencing some blockages. Um, we believe, and the Lozanos very much encourage all ministry teams to be firstly properly and thoroughly trained. Secondly, to sit under the authority of a priest um, or a minister of some sort, if they're not Catholic, but in the Catholic Church, to sit under. The, the uh, oversight of a priest or a bishop. And um, we're waiting on a, a couple of bishops around the country just to feel completely happy with the, uh, what they see going on in their diocese, with the teams that are training in their diocese. And we're, um, we're just waiting on. We're, we're so close with so, so many teams. There's one nearly ready to go in East Anglia, uh, down in the southwest. There are at least one or two teams ready, one in the south up in um, towards Manchester. Craig Lodge has an active team up in Scotland. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff going on in the background, but it's a bit chicken and egg at the moment. We got, we're getting a lot of demand for prayer, but we want to be obedient and we want to firmly sit under the magisterium of the church and um, make sure that we're not just freelancing and doing what we want because this is all about Jesus and not about us. Oh, Sue, those are such wise words that I know I needed to hear this morning. We need to take our time and make sure that we uh, are are not just freelancing, but we are under the authority of the magisterium of the church. Which, which, um, what priests, well, okay, let's talk about, so uh, you're up and going, though. You're doing pretty good in Lincoln. Is that your home base now? Yes, yes, that's where it started. And our bishop has very graciously given us permission to minister in his diocese. We do go to other dioceses under the invitation, perhaps, of a community like the Franciscan Friars have had us over. Um, we've ministered um, down in the Sion community and other places where we have been under authority. But um, until other priests sort of open up their dioceses and become open, we, we wouldn't intrude or, you know, go against what, what what their wishes or desires are. Oh, it's all in good time. I know our parish um, is just slowly, we're not slowly, we are moving on, especially with the Synod lighting a fire to reinvigorate our missions and our groups. And so I, oh, Sue, you're going to be prepared, <laughs> be prepared for a wave of need. It, who was well, the bishop in Lincoln? Uh, sorry, just for listeners that may not be so familiar with the landscape. Yes. Okay. So uh, Lincoln falls within the Nottingham Diocese. So we have B uh, Bishop Patrick McKinney, uh, who is overseeing us. We, he's appointed a spiritual director to us, one of his priests who looks after us and looks over us and we go to with problems. Uh, we've been through all the safeguarding training, and this is very much the model, you know, really thorough training, good oversight, um, uh, someone to discern things with you as to who should be part of ministry team, whether you should do this, do that. Uh, so th this is very much about that. And, um, you know, we we are not just going here, there and everywhere and praying with anyone who comes along. It is very much a discernment process. 
We don't necessarily pray with every single person who asks for prayer, unbound ministry that is, but we will always pray with them. We will never refuse ministry, we, but it might just be that unbound deliverance ministry isn't the right ministry at that time for that person. We very much encourage, uh, well, it's, it's a really important part that the person should read the book, the first seven chapters of the book, before receiving uh, ministry because it's very much about us um, accompanying somebody through the ministry session. You know, a lot of these de deliverance models, it's been about uh, somebody coming to be fixed. They plonk themselves down in front of you and they sort of say, I need deliverance, fix me. This is happening to me, that's happening to me. Well, with Unbound, it's almost the reverse. It's about hearing the person's story and hearing how they've responded to events and happenings in their life. And of, of course, people suffer terrible, terrible things in their lives that are just not their fault. In, uh, people have abuse happen to them and they, 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 they play no part in that. But unfortunately, the enemy doesn't play fair. And quite often, um, it will be how that person has responded to that abuse or to decisions and choices that they've made in their life that then becomes sinful. And so we listen to their story and then we walk them through the five steps. We accompany them as they take responsibility for how they have responded for their perhaps poor choices and decisions, how they have responded to bad things that have happened to them. and. and so it's about accompaniment and, and loving them. The one thing we say is that Jesus is responsible for freedom. We as a team are not responsible for, the, for freedom, um, but it is Jesus that does that. Um, all the person should uh, have experienced at the end of the prayer really is that they have been loved and listened to, and then we have done what we need to do. Oh, Radio Maria, uh, we we are so similar in our mission to accompany, to let our listeners know that they are loved and that they are prayed upon, prayed for and prayed upon and that we, that we hopefully bring some knowledge and some love and joy into their prayer life. And this sounds, uh, this sounds needed. Uh, have you, Sue, what, what led you to picking up Neil's book? <laughs> that's the story that's the question yes. well i was um you were talking about being a season for everything and there certainly is a season for everything i picked up his book in about 2013 uh, at a celebrate conference the uh, only one i'd i'd been to just went into the bookshop browsing and uh picked up the book at felt called to deliverance for many many years um and just saw the book and saw the word deliverance thought oh that'd be interesting and you know we do this don't we we buy books and then we put them on our bookshelf and they never <laughs> opened oh yes and oh yes i then had a tremendous experience of, of healing prayer uh with the little way um you might have heard of them uh and i i, I just had a, a great experience with them and i went home and i thought I'm going to read that book <laughs> and I read it and that's when the emailing to Heart of the Father ministry started because it just resonated with me as being as being truth and I loved this this fact that it was deliverance that was focused on the person and not on the enemy and that by walking through these steps you didn't have to watch um uh, these manifestations i mean the the enemy loves a show he loves to be talked about and he loves a show but we don't really talk about him and we don't entertain a show so it's it's to me it was beautiful and 
um, it focused on Jesus and what Jesus has done for us. You know, that stepping back, we, we're baptized. We know we're taken into the light when we're baptized and we become co-heirs with Christ. Um, but when we sin um, and respond badly to things that happen to us, sinfully to things that happen to us, we place ourselves back into darkness. And so this is very much about um, us taking ourselves through these five keys back into the light. So we can, and I think the most important thing I could make, point I could make um, to everyone is that in some way, every single person needs to use these five keys and needs deliverance of some sort. Um, it doesn't mean that we're all possessed and we're all sort of walking around um, uh, with, with the enemy doing terrible things to it. It just means that you can be really plagued with things or that you can't stop a pattern of behavior or you can't understand why you respond in a certain way and and you can you can walk back into freedom from that you know with jesus's help not through yourself but with jesus and certainly entitled to walk back into our baptismal freedom by using those five keys jesus i'm sorry jesus forgive me jesus i believe in you and i trust in you Jesus, I forgive this person who's hurt me and I forgive myself for responding like this or that. And in Jesus' name, I renounce the lies I've believed. In Jesus' name, I renounce shame and embarrassment. I renounce, um, you just go through whatever's come up, you know, with that person in the story. And then we just kick out those enemies because they don't have a legal right to remain there once they've been uh, renounced by the person, once people have been forgiven, once they've placed faith and trust back in Jesus, those enemies no longer have a right to stay. So we accompany that person in commanding the enemies to go and then fill them with the breath of love from the Father, the Father's blessing, which is the breath of love, the Holy Spirit between the Father and his child. Amen. I think that's the that last part is the part that many of us forget or 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 don't spend as much time as we need is filling this space with the breath of God. We, we, we get rid of, we try to get rid of, we get, go to confession. We, we, we forgive. I forget. I'm going to clean up. I tidy up my soul. I've got it all swept out and cleaned, but that's not what the Lord wants, is it? He wants us to fill it, fill it. Because if we just empty it and clean it, there's plenty of space for, for it to be filled by something else that we don't want it to be. Absolutely. And I would really emphasize that this uh, deliverance ministry is not a substitute for confession and reconciliation through the sacrament, because we need that sacramental grace through confession so that we can really say um, that we will not sin again by the help of your grace, Jesus. Um, but of course, if we are in a pattern of response, if we have become friends with enemies because we think that um, we, um, we are unworthy, perhaps, you know, I mentioned shame and embarrassment and distrust and things like that. If we have taken the ownership of those and we think, well, I can't change, that's part of who I am, that's part of how I respond, then we are going to keep repeating uh, the same sinful patterns. So we can come out of confession and then end up going back month after month with the same sort of stuff and wondering how on earth do I make a difference here? How do I change this or do I just have to accept this for the rest of my life? And of course, Jesus wants more for us. He always wants more. Um, it's, it's never enough for him. He wants us just to experience complete freedom that he wanted for us through our baptism. So 
um, there is more to be had. There is hope. You know, there there is there is a, a beauty out there that none of us really can fully appreciate until we start finding this new freedom in Jesus. Amen. Man cannot comprehend the work of God from beginning to end. Oh, it's all perfectly tied in together today, Sue. Listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Unbound Ministries, I'm going to first tell you the book again. Oh, no, Sue, can you tell us the book again so that they can... Yeah, well, Neil has written several great books. Uh, another beautiful book he's written, Neil Lozano, N-E-A-L, Lozano. He's written a book called Abba's Heart, which is about this beautiful love of the father for his child and that everyone has a place at the table. Um, but the book we're talking about today is called Unbound, A Practical Guide to Deliverance. He's written another book called Resisting the Devil, which goes into more the Catholic theology of d- uh, deliverance, um, which you know might also be of interest to your listeners. Uh, but if you want to understand more and go deeper, I really would recommend that you visit, um, firstly, our website, which is www.unboundprayer.com. Uh, which is the Lincoln Unbound uh, website, but also go to the the parent website, which is heartofthefather.com. And there are masses of resources there. There are wonderful e-courses. So you can do the Freedom in Christ um, e-course, either um, you can download the digital media or you can actually do the online e-course. And then if if you really feel the Lord is calling you perhaps into something deeper and you want to learn how to minister to your family and to your friends um, and you want to use these five keys that you've learned about, you can do the basic training course, which again is a digital download from heartofthefather.com, or you can do the e-course, which is um, a live course, and you'll get a really good instructor with the course. There is, you know, there's, there's so much, there's so much wealth of information on the parent website, heartofthefather.com. I'd encourage everyone to, to go take a look and explore. You'll be there all day. <laughs> I, I know. I kept like, keep, do I go and look at this and then look at this? Ooh, 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 I want to listen. I want to read. Thank you so much, Sue, for coming and sharing all this good news with our listeners today. Before we leave, could I ask for you to pray with us now before we go? Well, yes, I would absolutely love to. It'd be a great honor. And I, I just would really love to pray um, a father's blessing over anyone who's listening or who might listen in the future. So just invite those listening just to perhaps just get into your prayer posture and perhaps shut your eyes and just be ready to receive the father's love. As I said before, uh, Lord, you know, we know that this this breath that goes between the father and his child is the breath of love, the Holy Spirit. So we just say, Holy Spirit, come in that breath of love. Just just come sink into each of the hearts of each of your sons and daughters listening down, that they may know that they are loved, that they may know that they belong to you. And Jesus, just when you're getting up out of the Jordan, when you were baptized, when you were newly baptized, just invite everyone to imagine yourself just coming up out of the water with Jesus and just the Holy Spirit falling on you powerfully and hearing the words of your father saying, here is my son, here is my daughter with whom I am well pleased. And I just imagine, I imagine the heavens opening, it says in that scripture that heavens opened And it doesn't say that heaven's closed. And that means we all have access to the Father. So just call on your Father. Your Father is there um, 
24 hours of the day, 365 days of the week, and he's just there. So, Lord, we just pour yourself out. We just ask that we may come sit at your table, Lord, and that we, we just may feel so welcomed and loved by you, and that you just accept us just as we are, Father. I just, I thank you that we can just sit there with you and you will sit and talk to us and listen to us and love us just in exactly that position that we're in. I just thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> thank you so much, Sue Wash. God bless and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you for having me.